0: I would say Shadows, but doubling zero is still zero. You suck, Shadows!
1: Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a show all about the board game Spirit Island. Here we'll talk about analytics and strategies within the game, as well as a plethora of other topics that can be found within it. Today, we embark on an exciting new series, the
0: Aspects! Aspects! Aspects. Woo!
1: These next few episodes will be our community-driven series, all about the Aspect cards for the Low Complexity Spirits. We'll look at the numbers and the data, as well as the feedback and comments that all of you gave! I'm super excited for this one. Seriously, this is our biggest, most ambitious episode yet, and I can't wait to get it started. already. Well, one of the coolest things that came in Jagged Earth was the new aspect cards. Not only did we get a slew of new majors, new minors, new boards, new characters that we've never seen before, but we also got these cool new aspect cards, which changed pre-existing characters to change them up a little bit. What were your guys' initial thoughts when you heard about these new aspect cards coming in?
0: Love the idea, especially for Shadows, which we'll get to. <laughs> but I, th- I think Shadows was like the most neglected of the yeah Yeah, loads. yeah. 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 when you look at how the
1: character design for future people would develop, you look at that one and it's like, uh, hmm. it feels like they didn't find their rhythm as much, maybe. Mm, It just felt different. You know, like, here's the progression of these spirits, went from good to better to best to even cooler, and Mm. then there's a shadow on the side who's like, this hunchback who's like, I mean, Literally the kid
2: sitting in the corner eating paste. (laughs) That's
1: shadows. Okay, that's maybe a little bit too harsh. (laughs) anyway, The aspect cards was such a cool idea, and one of the reasons why I thought it was so great was because Greater Than Games, the same publisher behind Spirit Island, also has a game called Sentinels of the Multiverse, which is a superhero game. And I need mean to
0: get into that. Someone's it's really fun. We'll that. get to it sometime. I mean we'll to get, get to it sometime. That. Yes, yes, yes.
1: So, in that game though, you play as a unique hero with your own deck of cards, and everyone plays different. They had this cool expansion, though, where they added these cool new cards that change your character's starting ability. And it didn't change the entire deck, just your health bar and your starting ability. Mm. So it didn't completely revamp the character's identity or even style. Just a little bit different, like an alternate take on the character. So is this an Hmm. Eric Royce thing or a Greater Than
0: Games thing?
1: I don't know. Maybe we can ask them that question in the future. Anyway, (laughs) but when I look at these Aspect cards, this feels like the exact same thing to me. Okay. And I feel as if going forward, they're totally going to do more of these. Because these add so many new replayability options. And so much life into something that was like already... You can (laughs) (laughs) go... <laughs> Vengeance. <laughs> oh. But, like, anyway. <laughs> ways to change a character, improve a character. Maybe someone who didn't really need to be improved, but maybe a cool idea that they had during the developmental process that wasn't able to get into the finished product. Maybe mm. they can entertain these notions of different kinds of abilities that a character maybe once had. Maybe they tried to do this, but it just didn't make it off the cutting room floor. Anyway, I feel it in my bones that they're going to have more of these in the future. Yeah. And I think that it's super, super dope. So, for Jagged Earth, that's when they introduce the these new aspect cards, and so what they did is they have gone and taken a look at the low complexity peeps. That would be lightning, swift strike, river surges in sunlight, shadows flicker like flame, and vital strength of the earth.
0: Ding ding ding! Hey! Yeah, all the ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't
2: after,
0: even read that. after so many times they're just saying like shadows or lightning, it's yeah. like wait, what's the full name of river? You it's know, kind of funny. Yeah, what now? something about a flame. It's kind
1: of funny because I know exactly what you mean. So often we kind of refer to these characters with one or two
0: names. I forget. Bangs his full name sometimes I'm like, Right? is there leaves we, you mean it's we not use... Shadows
2: of the Burning Dumpster oh, <laughs> stop or <a> Shadow stop <laughs> but no we refer to these
1: characters with hyphenated monikers not their full name and so sometimes it's kind of hard to remember what was it like Keeper took me forever is it Keeper of the Forbidden Wilds or Keeper of the Ancient Wilds I always had Lure. that one
2: I keep calling Keeper green just because I'm like oh yeah he's green he's nature
1: Well, I mean you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> So uh... anyway so for the do new do they all look like the
0: same to you <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: Moving on. (laughs) Anyway, so for the low complexity people, we have these cool aspect cards, some of which make them a little bit easier to understand. Some of them make them even more complex. So instead of being a low complexity spirit, they are now made into a moderate complexity spirit. So we are going to talk all about these new aspect cards. We're going to get into them and how they work and how they change the character. Not only that, we're going to give a brief little snippet of our own opinions, but we're going to go and get yours. What we've done is we have gone and put out multiple surveys on multiple websites and we've gotten feedback from a lot of you so we got a lot of numbers and a lot of stuff to root through so let's get to it first off lightning swift strike it had three aspect cards that came in not all of them got the exact same number by the way earth got two river got two lightning got three and shadows got four 17 (laughs) anyway so lightning got three lightning got wind pandemonium and immense so wind What wind does is if you want to use it, you have to replace swiftness of lightning, which is your starting special rule that allows you as lightning to go and for every air element you have, you may use one slow power as if it were fast. So to get rid of this special rule is actually quite interesting because that special rule is very pivotal to lightning's identity. That's like the thing that lightning does. Right. So what does wind do? All right. Wind is this new aspect card, and it gives Lightning another innate power, giving him two. It's called Exaltation of the Stormwind, which is just a cool, fun name. So, (laughs) it's fast, and it's not a land targeting power, but it's a spirit targeting power, and you target another spirit. It has four levels. At level one, it costs just a single air element. You and target spirit may each make one of your non-major slow powers fast. So, So right off the bat, this kind of helps you get some of your stuff fast. So no longer can you make every single one of your starting hand cards fast. You can do one of them fast. So you can change the speed still. It's just you can't change the speed on all of them just on one. Luckily though, I feel as if that really helps players who are very accustomed to Lightning's gameplay style from the base Lightning Mm -hmm. because you still want to have that identity, that function of changing the speed. Now it says one of the non-major slow powers into a fast one. So that means that it can work on minors or your unique cards, but it can't be a major.
0: Innates, right? Correct. I don't think this is
1: like a crazy limiting factor. I think that's well balanced. I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. At level 2, it requires 3 air and it says you and target spirit each gain plus 1 range with all of your powers this turn.
2: That's big for some of them. In
1: my opinion, that might be probably the biggest get with this new innate power. That is huge. It sounds so simple, but even when we were talking about Volcano, getting plus 1 range on Something hugely impacts the Mm -hmm. cards and powers that you have. Because not only can you do cards that already had a range one further, but this completely changes range zero cards. Because the entire identity of a range zero card is that usually they're pretty risky sometimes because it has to be a land that you are in. But with plus one range, the risk is usually thrown out the window and you can just safely do whatever that is. So quick in the earth struggles is a card where it's like defend 10, cool, awesome, range zero.
0: Oh. I, I, I have to be there. Crap.
1: Luckily, though, if you have this, though, you can go ahead and do it one away. Is it weird
0: to know the card you're speaking of when you say defend 10-0? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> We've played this game a lot. <laughs> so, anyway, at level
1: 3, it costs 4 air and 1 water. You and target spirit may each push up to 2 explorers from one of your respective lands. I really like this for the purposes of making Raging Storm a bit better. Because Raging Storm is one of Lightning's cards that is really hard to Use because of how expensive it is as far as the damage it deals. Three energy to do one damage to each invader. Yes, it's really good at explorers, and I think it is lightning's only way to get rid of explorers from their starting... Raging Storm? Yeah, Yeah. from their starting hand. So, being able to push up to two explorers from one of your respective lands gives lightning just a little bit of bad guy control, Mm -hmm. which would allow them to gather just a few more people into a spot, making Raging Storm a bit better. Furthermore, Raging Storm gives you a water element, and this innate power uses water elements, making Raging Storm just a little bit more valuable. One thing that is super dope, though, about this innate is that not only do all of these benefits happen to you, but it happens to somebody else. Each one of these, it says, you and target spirit do this thing. You and target spirit do that thing. You and target spirit might push people and get range and make one of your slow powers fast. Which is really awesome, because this innate power, I really feel, makes lightning a lot more utility and team buffy, in addition to being a little bit more controlling, And I think that's really cool, because One of the reasons why Lightning is so much fun to have as a teammate, even when you're not playing as them, is because Lightning's Boon is so awesome. Because Lightning's Boon allows you to make another character's slow powers go fast. Two of them, to be specific. But what's cool, though, is that you can play that card, Lightning's Boon, and you can play this one... Exaltation of the Stormwind on two different friends. Mm. So one friend can go ahead and make two slow powers fast and another friend can make one of their slow powers fast, get plus one range, and can push up to two of their stuff. Or if you want, you can super buff one guy and do both. So what's really cool though is that even though you lose the ability to go ahead and do your special rule which says that you can make slow powers fast based on how many air elements you have, you are making yourself (laughs) slower to make everyone else faster. And that was a quote that you said, Laura, a long time ago when you (sighs) first looking at this character's new aspect card, and I 100% agree. You're taking a big hit here. You can't make your entire hand fast anymore. Only one. And when I played with this aspect, and by the way, this is the only aspect of lightning that I've gotten to so far, and I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. By the way, the last and final level with this innate costs five air and two water, and it just simply says repeat this power. So if you can get there, you can either super load one of your friends again, or you can even distribute the to a third friend, which means you are doling out speed upgrades, range upgrades, and pushing explorer upgrades to so many of your friends. Or if it's a two-player game, your buddy is going to be like, I love you! (laughs) So, one more thing that I thought was really interesting and really cool with Exaltation of Stormwind, this will just be my last thing before we go on to the other ones, is if you compare Exaltation of the Stormwind and Thundering Destruction together, you'll notice that if you have level one of one of them, you'll have level one of the other. If you have level two of one, you'll have level two of the other. Level three of the other, and four of the other, you'll have the other one as well.
0: Hand in hand. Mm -hmm. The thing that is
1: so dope is Exaltation of Stormwind doesn't use any fire, but it uses the exact same requirements as Thundering Destruction does for levels two, three, and four. So, both of them require three air for their level two, both of them require four air and a water for level three, and both of them require five air and two water for level four. Luckily, Exaltation of Stormwind for level one requires one air. Thundering Destruction requires two air and three fire. So if you get Thundering Destruction level one, you will automatically have Exaltation of Stormwind level one. And if you look at Thundering Destruction, regardless of what level you have, your other innate will automatically match that exact same level. I think that is really cool. I feel as if that was intentional, because it's not that the elemental thresholds are similar. They are identical. Mm-hmm. Ignoring the fire elements and the level one, of course. But levels two, three, and four are literally identical. I think that's really helpful. And I think it's really cool because, like I said, that really helps when you're trying to think about, how many elements do I have? Do I have enough for this one? Do I have enough for that one? Well, luckily, if you understand that, look at Thundering Destruction first. If you have any levels of Thundering Destruction, you will automatically have the corresponding level to exaltation of Stormwind as well. So, anyway, that is wind!
2: Pandemonium does almost the same thing Pandemonium replaces that innate power It just changes up the elements yeah. Needed slightly There so it goes in
1: boom boom lightning Right well that's what these aspect cards do They don't add things They replace something that's already there One thing that's really dope with these aspect cards Is that it's not a 100% upgrade It's a side grade. It makes your character an alternate version of your character Because it's not just adding something new You have to give up something mm. So usually you have to give up your starting passive One of your innates or something But what you get is is something new or something different. So for instance, like I said with wind, you lose your special rule, but you gain another innate. So now you have two innates, but no special rules. This one, you keep your special, and you only have one innate, but it just changes what your innate is. So
0: that's kind of cool how these work. What does the pandemonium do?
2: So pandemonium, like Ryan said, you still get your swiftness of lightning, so you're still fast, but now instead of destroying cities, you're going to be getting fear and adding strife to the cities. Mm. It's a slow power, one away from your sacred site, targeting invader lands, but the first level of it, with three fire and two air, you get two fear and add a strife. Second level at four fire and three air, you get, and correct two. me if I'm wrong, yep. you get two more fear.
1: It's keenly. So four yeah. fear
2: and add a strife. And that's pretty big. Like four fear and one go for not mm. a ton of elements. Right. Then at level three, with five fire, four air, and one moon, instead of one water, which is different from his Thundering Destruction.
0: Interesting. It, it becomes more of like a spooky, moony spirit. Yeah. Up the Instead of
2: bringing the floods in.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: Then you get a cumulative seven fear. Oof. You add another strife. So that's now three strife.
0: Three strife. And
2: then at your final level, five fire, five air, two moon. You get, let me do the math real quick here, 11 fear. It is 11. And you get four strife, which that is, is a lot.
0: So what's so that's weird map. though. <laughs> many <laughs> Finally from the art teacher (laughs) many much so here's the
1: thing that's so weird though thundering destruction is lightning's best attacking power it is so good it's the bread and butter ability that lightning has to really consistently blow stuff up because when you are an attacker you want to have a consistent attacking thing and when you have cards that will go into the discard pile when you're playing as a character that doesn't have reclaim one or reclaim two you're going to have to really make all of your attack cards count because you can only do them one per reclaim cycle. So thunder and Destruction was always that one where it's like, well, as long as I trigger that innate, I can do that attack every single time. This is robbing lightning of that offense. It's pivoting and turning it to a
0: defensive. Because it's what it does is it, tur- because it turns him fear
1: into defensive. a fear spirit. Wind makes lightning a support mm-hmm. spirit. Pandemonium transforms lightning into a fear spirit and immense makes him a major power user, which is really <gasps> interesting because with high card play, it usually plays as a minor power character. we let me get into immense. But what's really dope, though, I think, is just the complete change to that character's function and identity. No longer does it use water. Mm-hmm. Raging Storm isn't really all that useful anymore since this new innate uses moon now. But when you are stacking so much strife, you can still only do that in one land. So you're gonna have a lot of people in your lands, perhaps, because you're not killing them, but you're also strifing all of them so mm-hmm. they're not really doing damage. I can see some sneaky Dahan-using strategies here, mm-hmm. especially with Harbingers of Lightning, because, when people are strifed, that means that they are going to be more defended against because they're not dealing any damage. This means that this character with this aspect could be good against adversaries with bonus damage, like Sweden, or Russia with their explorers that do additional damage Mm -hmm. because you're not stopping a X amount of damage, you're completely negating that damage input from that specific invader to zero. And we've talked about that before when we talked about Trickster a few episodes ago. But so interesting when you take someone that's like, balls to the wall offense and you completely take away their no Number one attacking ability and give them a fear-generating defense kind of ability. It's like, what?
0: What a change. Makes you think.
1: It's really cool. I haven't done that one yet, but I think that's going to be the one I do next.
0: Okay. I'm going to immense. Right on. Immense. immense. The last one. It says, an immense spirit towering and slow, which again is weird for... Ooh. Slow I know. down again. Slow? Oh, this what? is the
1: fastest dude. What are you doing?
0: So, gather on the fire, kids. We got a lot of reading. Your top presence track grants you twice as much energy. Whoa! Whoa! During up to
2: ten energy.
0: Yikes! Yeah, <laughs> it can go up to ten during the spirit phase. I can math. Any ongoing modifiers are counted after doubling. But still, you start with two energy instead of just one. One. Can right. you
2: I, explain for the slow kids like me, what is a ongoing modifier? What would be an example of that?
0: If you do like the growth of gain three, okay, that would not be gain six. Oh, darn. It's just from your presence track.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: Also, if there is a blight card like Back Against the Wall, which increases your energy gain, or that new major that reduces your energy income by one, but it gives to Han, defend one, wherever they're at. Okay. Correct. Furthermore, when fully upgraded, if you chose growth option three when your energy track was fully loaded up, you are getting 13 energy. Which is turn.
0: near serpent level. Wow.
1: Serpent can get to 17. Shifting Memory can get up to 15. And this character with that, what I just described, gets up to Thirteen. Oof. was like,
0: what? Really cool. Okay, so that is what happens with your energy track. Then, playing power cards during the spirit phase costs two card plates instead of one. That Which... is weird. That's weird. But... If you have any unused card plays at the end of the spirit phase, you gain an element of your choice. Which is awesome and really Ooh. weird. Lastly, for each major power you play, gain two different elements of your choice.
1: Which is going to be really nice. And here's one thing that's crazy, so those though. elemental
0: thresholds you need to acquire.
1: Here's one thing that's rare, though though. Immense doesn't replace anything.
0: Nope. Put it on top of your track, kind of. <laughs> you know? Well, it just basically doubles everything. But
1: it radically, wow. radically changes his oh, character I from h- a.
0: hate this one. <laughs> and, I, I, uh, and sneak peek I mean, listeners the internet disagrees <laughs> with yeah, you yeah the internet disagrees with me spoilers, uh, spoilers! <laughs> but we will get into like personal comments later but those are the three yeah. I like
2: that though because a lot of the newer spirits they have more than one special rule and then these low right. complexity spirits only have they one just special had one. rule you get right. so, so bored you, if you're the, yeah. no,
0: you really do like if you're just have one innate or one special rule or I'm something. not the
2: best at it but I'd like more so it is cool when they're like let's just add more to this not replace place. Right. And I think that's so cool, though. More than one special power. Right. With
0: wind. Yeah. Well, it's such a
1: perfect thing to add to the game, these aspects, I mean, because you still have a character available that's perfect for a new player. Mm -hmm. A character that has one special rule. A character that has one innate. But guess what? The new person can go and play as this character because it's just one of each, so Mm -hmm. it's easy to understand. But a veteran can come back and play as one of these new variants that adds more stuff, so you can tweak the character to be beginner-friendly, and okay, are are you a veteran or a newbie? I'm a veteran. Cool. Now we can go ahead and put on all these upgrades, oh, and it changes yeah. the character to a higher complexity version of the Look stuff, at the right corner. I forgot to mention dope. that. They up the complexity. I
2: think all three of you are correct. up the complexity.
1: You are correct. All of Lightning's aspect cards increase complexity. Some spirits have aspect cards that don't do anything to the complexity, or have cards that just make them even easier, which is actually kind of Cabos funny. was it's like, <laughs> you didn't
2: think it was awful enough? Let's make him worse. <laughs> no.
1: No, How can you get lower than low? We'll talk about Reach later. <laughs> I have
0: many thoughts on Shadows, and most of them are good. So, they are, actually.
1: One thing I wanted to clarify with Immense right before we get onto the data was if you notice, it says if you have any unused card plays at the end of the Spirit phase, gain one element of your choice. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that means if you have any number of unused ones, not you gain one element of your choice per unused one. I think it's just any number any. of them. And if for some we, reason sorry, you had yeah. somehow I'll get a boost from someone where your card play goes up and like, here quick, fracture Days, give me one extra card play. Technically I have two unused, that's two elements. Yeah! Like, or if you purposely didn't play any cards so that you would have a lot of unused card play. No, I don't think it works like that. So, just a further clarification because it says if you have any unused, not per, but yes. anyway, you would probably want to use that extra unused one for actually playing a card anyway, because at that point you're going to have a lot of energy anyway. So, there's a brief, at a glance look at what those do as for their function. Now, let's get into the data. Let's get into the fun stuff. Alrighty, So, we got the majority of our polls and our surveys from BoardGameGeek and Reddit. So, let's go and see what BoardGameGeek had to say about what they thought the best aspect for lightning was. So, between immense, pandemonium, and wind, this was actually quite interesting. One of them, obviously, was the most, and the other two actually tied. So, immense was the one that everyone thought was the Boo. best. Boo. Immense <laughs> one. <laughs> Immense got 50% of the votes. Pandemonium and Wind got 25% of the votes each. So between Pandemonium and Wind, Board Game Geek had them tied. The people on Board Game Geek thought equally about those ones, yet Immense had an easy lead with a 25% margin of winning over the other two. How interesting. Yeah,
0: I don't what? agree with it. Yeah? <laughs> That's okay. It yeah. is very interesting. 50% people like immense. That's a clear winner. That's yeah. a chunk of change. So, what did Reddit think?
2: Reddit actually went even further than that, and 62% really? of the Redditors said immense.
1: So, immense also won on Reddit.
2: Yeah. Pandemonium was behind at 16%, and wind was 22%. Huh. But pandemonium Wind came
1: was in second. Was... So, wind, job, wind. wind came in second, but pandemonium came in third, third. on Reddit. It was
0: very mm-hmm. close, similar to yours, where like Wind of Pandemonium were kind of neck and neck. Mm-hmm. I- obviously, literally yours are tied, yeah. but Immense was just running away with it.
1: I'm kind of interested though, because we had 49 votes on Reddit, but 32 on BoardGameGeek. So I'm wondering if BoardGameGeek's answers would be a little bit different if they had the exact same amount of voters. So I find that kind of interesting. But either way, Immense is clearly the winner here. Yeah. I would Which... like
2: to know how many people voted on both of them. Oh.
1: Cause... Yeah, I checked both.
0: I'm sure many others checked BGG and Reddit.
2: Yeah, I just think that would be interesting. That would too. be
1: kind of cool. Anyway, so so immense. Of all of the ones to get the most, immense was the winner. I voted for wind myself. Me too. Oh. Yeah. We were outvoted. (laughs) So the reason why I think wind is so great is because that plus one range and you still are able to shuttle past speed upgrades to friends and now with this power you can also do multiple friends. I really like that. Mm. So one of the reasons why I'm thinking I don't like immense as much maybe I shouldn't say the word like. Maybe I should say the word prefer. Why I would prefer wind wind over immense even though i haven't done immense was because immense doesn't do anything specific to lightning's identity it can be applied on anyone and we're going to be getting into that in a little bit but it doesn't like do anything specific for the character if you look at it like it's just it doesn't replace anything it doesn't feel tied to lightning exclusively its effect just happens to be maximized on lightning because what it does changes him the most Mm. you know what i mean so anyway Let's get into what all of you had to say about Yay. Lightning and these new Aspect cards. So Craig says, The most fun I had since Jagged Earth arrived was with the Pandemonium Aspect. I just took to it. I loved my first game and took it on a run of four to five games. And those were all the games that I enjoyed the most. Then Furious Jazz Hands agrees, saying, I like that it changes... <laughs> Wait, that name's amazing? <laughs> good name, good name. I like that name. <laughs> anyway, they say... I like that it changes the spirit from being focused on destruction to being focused on fear and Dahan control. Mm. It feels a little bit like a mini Thunder Speaker, which is fitting considering that they're related. So lightning and thunder, it actually does have, have that daughter, cool correlation. Right? I think
0: she's the daughter of lightning. Child and like man, I said, child. I feel
1: as if Pandemonium does kind of allow lightning to be a little bit of a Dahan user because of the fact that you're strifing bad guys, you're protecting people because now you have a reliable source of defense, which lightning never had to be with. So I find that very interesting. So, Red Revenge comes in and they comment on all of these and according to Red Revenge, Wind is on par with or better than normal. So Wind is just as good as standard lightning mm-hmm. and maybe could be in someone's opinion a little bit better. Whereas Pandemonium Immense, eh, I'm not sure. Okay. Their explanation is Wind and normal lightning seem very similar in their power level. Both are extremely effective. The first two climb of wind are very strong, especially when you have spirits that are playing a high-powered, slow-power character, like Thunderspeaker, for example. I found that the plus one range to come in handy on several occasions, too. I have yet to try both Pandemonium or Immense. Pandemonium has a bigger payoff, but requires more setup, which is why I think it'll probably be weaker than wind than base lightning. Immense changes the playstyle of Lightning completely. I don't know how much stronger or weaker it will make Lightning. I do enjoy playing Wind far more than base Lightning, however. So I think I agree. Actually, it's been a while since I've played base lightning, to be fair, so maybe I should go and play base lightning again after I recently have done my wind game with lightning. I will say, though, it was a drastic change of pace, because I was really used to making all my slow powers fast, or at least having the option to. Being able to only do that for one was really weird for me, but I think there's a cool bounce that you can find, but I also invited the challenge on, I've never had to do this with lightning before. Now I have these cards that are slow, and I have to make them slow. I have to keep them slow because only one of them can I make fast. So it actually was kind of interesting to be like, well, now I have this whole dynamic of which one do I do? Before I was eh. yeah. like literally can make <laughs> all of them, <laughs> yeah. any one of them you can do. But now it was weird because it was like I don't know which one to do, or is this the correct one to do? There was like another layer there. That's I kind why of,
0: that arrow is going up for me. Yeah, Makes but I think. kind of
1: enjoyed that though. It's kind of fun. Yeah. So James says personally, I'm not a huge fan of immensity. I'm surprised to see that it got so much love. It loses the feel of lightning for me with how difficult it makes their innate. I understand it exists as a counterbalance to might and foreboding and how those cards push Earth and Shadows respectively towards card plays. It just feels a bit too similar to memory, but without the minigame for me. I think I agree with that. It does feel a lot more like memory. James knows what's up. (laughs) I think I'm with you, James. I think I agree with this one. Benjamin says, I've played with it once, talking about immensity, and while in some respects it's definitely kind of similar to shifting memory, the fun bonus twist I found it gets is getting to pile swiftness of lightning onto it. So the gimmick becomes going for powerful slow majors and making them fast. Weirdly enough, I coincidentally drew two straight sets of four fast majors the one time I played with this aspect. (laughs) So I didn't really get used to that hypothetical gimmick but it seemed like an interesting and potentially powerful twist. Craig responds saying, yeah, I also have only played immense once. Maybe twice. And while I don't dislike it, it felt the same. That it seemed to pretty much be like shifting memory. Now, that's not a bad thing, as it can make powers fast, still. But compared to Pandemonium for me, it just didn't seem as unique and interesting. Mm. And I think I agree. That's kind of the complaint I had right off the bat. was just, I feel as if, like, the identity of lightning wasn't really there. Like, when you look at innate powers, when you look at power cards, you obviously know the context of who this card, who this innate power belongs to, and how this feeds into that one special, and how this feeds into that other card, and how this feeds into that other card. Immense doesn't really feel as integrated with these different strategies that the characters are doing, like Wind and Pandemonium, like we were saying, oh, they're tied to the other innate, this one has the exact same thresholds, just minus fire, so it feels as if it's like thought went into it, and I'm not saying that Immense didn't have thought go into it, I'm just saying that it feels more like a sticker that's slapped on the side of the car, as opposed to a tune-up, a bona fide change to the transmission of the car.
2: Like you said, you could put this on any character and have them be different. And interestingly so, it's an interesting card in and of itself, but it doesn't really feel lightning-ish. Right.
1: And one thing that's really cool about that is that is actually exactly what it was originally intended for. Andre is here to comment and let us know that in early playtests they say immense was an aspect for any spirit there's nothing stopping you from trying it with spirits other than lightning although given that lightning has the most card plays of any spirit and a poor energy track it tends to change their character the most so I did not know that and by the way we referenced this exact comment a few episodes ago this is where we found that comment so thank you Andre I did not know that I think it's actually kind of cool and maybe for our silly game games, some of our silly lists, we may be able to apply that, but who would be the best one to do that with? Maybe mist with high card play reclaiming one and terrible energy gain? I would say Shadows,
0: but doubling zero. <laughs> <laughs> Still zero? <laughs> you suck, Shadows! I mean, you do get them to twelve. <laughs>
2: Once you get past the sucky bit But I think it's
1: a cool thing to think about, though. Who else could Immense go to? I think mm. that's a fun thing. Yes, I know this is Lightning's aspect card. It literally has his picture on the back.
2: But it's not on the front.
1: But I think it could Be a cool thing just to think about, and maybe maybe not the first thing that you right, yeah, to play around with. It could be a cool thing to play around with.
2: Sounds like a good question for the comments. Yeah.
1: Lastly, MWT comes in saying the main thing I like about Immense was how effectively it breaks Lightning's mid-game reclaim trap. Getting presence on the map was no problem, and by the end of the game, Lightning's board was cleared. I basically played Growth Option Two most of the time, alternating with Growth Option One. Option Three was completely irrelevant, as there was never a time. I needed the extra energy, and why only put one presence on the map when you can put two? I think I totally see it because if you're getting a lot of bonus energy from your tracks, you're not going to be needing a spiking option anymore. However, there is a big value sometimes with getting one presence that's not at range zero because Mm -hmm. your second one, yes, the first one gives you two range and the other one's zero. But every now and then with that zero one, sometimes have you ever had a character where it's like, oh, it's range zero. Oh, I hadn't planned that yet. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be too bad of a problem though. I think it's going to be like a beginner awkward situation only, I think a veteran's going to be like, okay, I may not be making sacred sites all the time. I'll right. be going and play put now. one here and then with my zero range presence placing option I'll just do another one that I left from a turn prior. So I don't think that's so bad. You know, when you are playing a character with a lot of card plays, it's actually not uncommon to be doing a reclaim often. If you don't have a massive hand of cards that you've probably built with a bunch of miners that you found. Why? Because if you have a ton of card plays, you're going to be putting those card plays to use. So I'm going to play five cards this turn. Yikes. Wow. Okay. How big is your hand? Six cards. Someone's reclaiming soon. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Still reclaim loop.
1: Yep. So the whole reclaim loop. It's just a
0: fun quirk of lightning. It's it's kind of. It's
1: not exactly <laughs> specifically just a lightning problem because that's just a symptom of any high card play character. You know, if you have a ton of card play and you maximize your card plays, you actually fill it up. Like, hey, I can play six cards and I actually play six cards. How big was your hand? Eight? You have two left. You're probably reclaiming. Right. Like, so sometimes...
0: I think I'm... it hits lightning more because yeah. the only way to add a new card is to reclaim. or river in a growth right. option. You know, the third growth option, you can add a card or some other people. Right so you can add cards other than I do think that... keep slowly
1: building your hands. Yes, Lightning, there's
0: only one way.
1: I do think that Lightning has the least beneficial reclaim cycle. Mm -hmm. Earth, obviously, is fantastic because they can still add a presence. Finder, I think, has a very decent reclaim cycle. Yeah, you can really stretch out with Finder. I think that Lightning is just famous for that because the high card play accentuates the... I'm not going to say subpar, but just you got to be careful with that reclaim cycle because that reclaim loop does exist. Yes, albeit, accentuate by the car play, I do think that it's not the best, most beneficial. It's
0: tempting, but sometimes you can't always play yeah. five cards just because yeah. you have it. You right, know? just because
1: you have it. And that's why I think a big difference between amateur play, mediocre play, and high level, more professional play.
0: It doesn't mean you have to.
1: Just because you can doesn't mean you have to. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yep. So, anyway, those were the Board Game Geek comments. What does Reddit have to say about Those
0: were great comments. Thank you for everyone on BGG. Yes, and mm-hmm. I think it's
1: actually kind of cool to see some of the differences. Some people like immense, some people don't like immense. Pandemonium seems to be liked pretty much and Wind, I didn't see a whole lot of comments on, but I do agree with the few comments that there were saying that Wind is incredibly useful. Okay. A lot of people said that Wind was their favorite and Wind is extremely effective. I agree. And I think I can agree with what Red Revenge said, which is Wind and the normal version of Lightning are probably the most similar mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that either are better. I really do think that I would prefer Wind a little bit more because because to me, as a human player, I get more enjoyment when I help my friends. And I feel oh. as if when you can shuttle past stuff, well, you guys were there when we did that game when I was wind. Oh yeah. And being able to make Green, who was on that team, a little bit faster, get plus one range. And shuttle passing range is huge, especially when we had Volcano on the team, because we also had Volcano on that game. And when I shuttle past them extra range, when Volcano already had range buffing stuff, made Volcano go crazy far. Oh, so yeah. I really like that you can do two powers fast or one power fast and range or you can be like hey buddy and three powers fast and everything's range fast. Go, everything go, go. on that one guy. so good stuff i like this feedback i like having this discussion oh, this and i'm actually glad mm-hmm. though that we have differences like i said i voted for wind but immense surprised me oh, so well. good Yeah.
2: It does make you reconsider what you originally thought. This person here, the Shiztastic, again, great name, on the Reddit board. Reddit has less of,
0: like, actual names. (laughs) No (laughs) words. No James here.
2: (laughs) Immense has been amazing in every game so far. Paired with Memory of Ages, I gained strictly major powers between the two. Makes for some wild games. And that makes me kind of feel like, oh, I hadn't really considered playing Immense, but I might try that pair with that intention because I don't play a lot of majors normally. But that sounds really kind of fun to try. And I've
1: never thought of lightning as a major power user. No. When I hear major power user, I think memory. I think earth. I think stone. I think keeper. That's what I think of. But now I have to be like lightning with immense. You know. Immense lightning. And like, for instance,
0: I'm like squirming in my seat. (laughs) I hate it. I can't go ahead and talk about it. I just, I No, no, no. no. I I thought the
2: shistastic was kind of cool there.
0: What did Mind Wanderer B say, Laura?
2: (laughs) Mind Wanderer B said
0: <laughs> I love these memes <laughs> Wind
2: Lightning is one of our players go to spirits yes. It makes lightning go from a fairly lazy Fast destruction spirit to an amazing Support spirit I, like agree. I, yeah, like I agree The range boost on itself gives it some great additional options But we love having that shared fast And usually the plus one range every round oh, Our ocean player in particular ooh, Functions ocean. this way Way, way better with Wind Lightning on the team yes. Since it lets ocean leave the presence In the ocean but still hit the coastal land Oh. at range zero, and I actually hadn't considered that, because I did think, oh, that's going to be great true. for ocean, and then I thought, oh, a lot of ocean's powers are like, you have to hit the coastal land anyway, regardless of rain. Right. At, but, leaving her, the presence in the water, and then...
0: You're still able to hit it. We so have, you can drown from the ocean. All well, of us
2: ocean people know that feeling of being like, ah, I could I, hit a city. I, I, could, I drown
0: could drown a city. Yes, a city but I'm not there.
1: Stuck huge. out here in
2: the low tide. You're floating
0: around, yeah. That is <laughs> low
1: huge. Tide. Nice. Well, think so, about it. A a lot of people's problems with ocean, there are many awkward turns when you're doing that tide coming in and out cycle. And sometimes you really get boned over the fact, like, seriously, I can't, b- oh, I'm not there. Like you said, like,
2: cannot play anything. You
1: just get screwed and you're like, okay, I really need to get this guy, I really need to get this guy. You're planning out your energy economy, you're planning out your car play stuff, and... Oh, you can't do that. No, dang it. Just floating out there,
2: watching your lands go up in blights.
1: And the thing about wind is that it's so easy to trigger. Level one requires one air. Single air. So you can get at least one speed upgrade out to a friend really easy. And then three air is not a lot to get that range one. But yeah, wow, I didn't even think about that. That is really a good combo.
2: Thank you, Mind Wanderer B.
1: Wind, lightning, and ocean. That's a good one.
0: I want to talk about how much I like wind. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I think those Clearly are the so. end of our comments. Then some of the bots. People can like bracket yeah. the actual power and then bots kind of fill in. Yep. Which is actually helpful for read like, oh, this is literally what Sure, Windows. it's really
1: helpful for information.
0: But those like kind of fill up our comments. But yeah, those were the <laughs> I think the highlights of the Reddit one.
2: I, I have a question for Zamiel Van Weber. Okay. Um, I do have a question about, Immense was nerfed so hard, I just don't enjoy it like I did, but Immensity was a thorough Really dumb aspect.
0: Ooh, probably mm. Who knows made...
2: more about immense being nerfed?
0: If I... you're listening...
2: Zamiel Van Weber.
0: Honestly, please comment and let us know what the Comment original... on our Facebook page at yeah. the Kindred Spear Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We would. I yeah, know I'm what not the... <laughs> yeah, do it.
2: I... Everyone seems to be like, immense is so big, and then this guy over here is like, it got nerfed. We're talking what about, are we missing out on? We're
0: talking about wind and lightning. I know you're saying immense, but I'm gonna just I'm sweep past that real quick. <laughs> wind aspect for lightning and we're talking about Reclaim Loop yeah. I think Wind Lightning breaks the Reclaim Loop because like you're saying the one air now just having one of something is good and yeah. makes someone else fast because one of the another reasons why there's always a Reclaim Loop you're right you can't build your hands and also because people just get used to Lightning's Boon it's like a they drug do
1: it is a drug yes. it's just like
0: have another hit like we were playing with Laura's Thunder speaker, <laughs> and how many times did you want to make Manifestation of Power and Glory fast
2: all the time all the time
1: seriously Lightning's Boon and Gift of Proliferation those Cards if hey, green. Hey, do you have that? Hey, do you have that? Hey, do you, you have that? Have that hey, do you have that? I, I that? I just had
0: it last round. It's like, yeah, I need to be fast this turn. Like, it is so. Like, it's ahead.
1: true, though. It's true. And being able to
0: shuttle pass, even if it's not the exact same, something very similar if to it's that, making one power fast, because usually Laura just want one power fast. And right. th- that's how it usually is. Like, oh, I can do a second one. Cool.
1: Right. You're usually calibrating one card for that effect.
0: So the fact that you can do it now with just one air, like you were saying, is so cheap. The range. I think, lets you get into the reclaim loop. Yeah. Here's what's up. Okay, so say you have, like, three sacred sites and you're kind of stuck in this reclaim loop. You have six presence on the board. If you have an additional range, that stretches you out to farther parts of the islands, so you can keep getting into the reclaim loop, but you can still hit lands that are maybe a little bit farther away. Right. Gives you just mm. that added... Yeah, you're not as much presence on the board, but you can reach farther. So what's the difference, right. really? True. I know you're not getting as much energy. Right, because all
1: those benefits that you give to friends also happen to you as well. Right. Which Mm -hmm. is really nice. So you can make use of these things just as much.
0: Because I've played lightning, OG lightning, base lightning, whatever you want to call it. If I get reaching grass with lightning...
1: Yeah, it's huge because the. It, ease... adds, it adds two
0: range. Well, if you have
1: wind, you still have thundering destruction, which completely destroys buildings. Yeah. And when you have the capability to destroy buildings with so much ease with thundering destruction, you want to blow up every building. But if you blow everything around you, then you, you're just What sitting else can there. you do? Yeah. That's yeah. why this power is so great because you can go just a little bit like further. Like you were saying about volcano. Because then you can go difference. ahead and do your second growth option, which adds a presence to a way. Then from there, you can get a boosted range and get yeah. something. So you. You could really reach out a lot more easy than you could before and start using your amazing building destruction capabilities on a friend's board who maybe is really good against explorers, for instance. Yeah. So, Mist and Sharp Fangs would like this because they're ace on explorers, but they're not so good at buildings. This guy's the exact opposite. Really good against buildings, but he sucks against explorers, unless yeah. he uses Raging Storm. Which, by the way, I feel as if wind makes Raging Storm a little bit more enticing. Because not only can you do it a little bit farther away, but You can now gather people. I know it's just explorers. Mm. Explorers are usually what Raging Storm is used to kill. That is usually what you are playing that card on doing, is killing explorers. Because you can't do anything about healing invaders. That's mist's thing. So doing one damage to each invader, that's always good against large groups of explorers. Right. Fun fact, though, I always said to myself that I never want to use Raging Storm on explorers unless I kill three or more. Luckily, since you can push two, if you target a land that just has one, Grab yep. two wind. There you go. There's your three. Now, I know that there are other things that you can maybe get from another damage card that you did. Oh, one damage to each invader. Now I have a town that's wounded. Mm-hmm. I had a defend card and han in that land, they can finish it off cool. But even without any of those kind of late game hand building strategies, I really do feel as if wind takes advantage of Raging Storm just a little bit better. I think
0: wind makes lightning better. Yeah.
1: Just as period. Pandemonium made Lightning a little bit more of a Dahan user and made Dahan using strategies a bit better for mm-hmm. Lightning, I think Wind makes Raging Storm a bit better and then obviously Immense makes Lightning a bit more of a I major think Wind power makes
0: user. Lightning one of the top 5 supports in the game. Honestly, yeah. We have Serpent, we have Fractured, right. we have Green, we have Finder. We have Finder. <laughs> I think Lightning's coming. Wind, lightning's wind Lightning is, com- is right. coming up. And it only does
1: 3 things, two of which are going to be easy to trigger, one of them will be kind of harder to trigger, but what they do so solid, that's like, oh man, this is a great crutch. It's like that drug. It's like, oh man, yes.
0: Speed, literal and speed. And you can have speed literally every round now, <laughs> even if it's one. Right. Range is huge. That area of effect that you can influence oh, now. Oh, a big deal. It's huge.
1: So why is immensity striking you as this big negative thing? Okay. Because your <laughs> responses are not subtle, and I'm just curious. That's I want to know what question. they are, because I don't prefer immensity either. So I'm like
0: squirming in my chair, people.
1: But right. <laughs> <I laughs> well, think... with wind, just to to add to your comment that you said, I yeah. want to voice my agreement with the statement that I can't really tell with the limited experience I have if Bay's Lightning is better or worse than Wind. But I can tell you right now that Wind is my preferred style because that mm. was so awesome and so useful.
0: Yeah, I want to like push back, but I think you might be right. It might be like a preferred now for me to play would be Wind. Right. I
1: just need to play both more often to see mm-hmm. which one is better. But like I said, easily it's more my preferred playstyle uh, yeah, between and Wind.
0: But immense for me, it just completely warps the spirits and yeah. almost just nullifies or makes it vanilla. It just turns it into nothing yeah, for me.
1: Yeah, I think I see what you mean because I don't know, there's the additional element of you are completely gutting Lightning's identity. Yes. Right? Which you're changing it to be a new spirit. That's fine. I understand that. But I'm so accustomed to playing Lightning. I approach Lightning because of that. It feels kind of
0: weird for all that to just be nixed. I love this game. I love the designers. We've spoken with some of the designers in comments and in threads and stuff. Like, this is my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. I think immense was tacked on to yeah, Lightning. Yeah, right. That's all. Mm. And, and there's nothing against, like I said, any right. of the developers or designers. Well,
1: that's what I kind of felt, too. I was saying this one feels like the least integrated. It just feels like it was slapped on the top. Like this bad boy slap can fit so many aspect cards into it. (laughs) Right. We
2: saw that they thought of it. They're like, this would work for anybody. Yeah. And then they really just kind of came down to who does this one work best for? Not necessarily, is this the best one for this spirit? Looks
1: like it's lightning. Let's put it on lightning. Boom. It goes
2: to lightning. So I think if you take immense and you just go, this is a card I can play with any of the spirits. James agrees
1: with you, by the way. He says immensity feels like what a low complexity, quote unquote, my first major spirit should be mm. like what's your first major power user you want to use maybe don't it would be immense shifting
0: shifting would be like oh, i have to track all these elements that's kind of a lot right
1: so immense lightning would be your training wheels major power user
0: that's a good point if for Dude, some James o- is killing it.
1: if for <laughs> some reason shifting memories markers feel too much for you i guess i just have played enough of the other major spirits that i want some sort of minigame or something more or at least in an innate that i can be used to to spice it up immense lightning is aggressively vanilla
0: I don't want to leave pandemonium aside. Yeah, because I feel like we're talking immense is very controversial, and then we're all gushing about. It's a in wind. it's a big change. Yeah, I like pandemonium because eleven fear from an innate is unheard of.
1: It is insane. It is the
0: only mm-hmm. one from that, an innate. That
1: is almost a fear card in a four player game by yourself.
0: Yes, and like you said, harbingers of lightning. That card usually I just played for the elements and for the one fear. That might be. It was a useless card, but was zero energy so i'm like cheap lightning good you said that raging storm was always the one you got rid of first always first because yeah if i for me harbingers
1: of lightning is what i always got oh
0: i like the zero (laughs) i like the zero cost no that's fair that's fair but pushing two to han is nothing to laugh at trickster can only push one from its tracks right you know and that is the other strife user this does lightning pandemon become the best strife user than trickster Oh, uh, I'm going to say
1: no. Okay. I'm going to say it's a strife user because it still has to go in one spot. So it's really great uh. for Finder who is collecting people into one spot. Then you strife everyone in that spot. Cool. Much better. Looks a lot better. I think that this can go on more targets. I just think that Trickster can shuttle pass them to more lands.
2: I would agree with Ryan on that one because usually you're like, oh no, we're gonna strike. It's not bad. You're supposed to back me up.
1: <laughs> it's um. not bad. I'm just saying more effective Stripe usage this is just one thing look at all these cards that don't do anything with Stripe Trickster has both innates and cards that have Stripe the thing is though is like should we consider Pandemonium Lightning as one of our major fear users because you got Bodan you have Mist you have Shadows Figure Like Flame you sure. have Sharp Fang you have Many Minds then besides that who are your fear users well you have ocean. ocean right and it's a good play with all those other ones because fear characters are usually controlling as well and controllers love having Ocean on the team because into the drink with you bleep. <laughs> And now, <laughs> this character, although not necessarily
0: so much with Control Brass, but just, like you said, 11 Fear? 11 Fear. Shattered Home what? says Fear, then Fear for the Destruction of the Town, so right. that's two more fear, so you can get 13 Fear. And In the solo game, that's three. That's a terror level. And, <laughs> and then Harbinger's oh, <laughs> a Lightning, another Fear for Push to oh, into a land of the building.
1: Dude, a solo Pandemonium game. Solo
0: Pandemonium game. That could be if cool. If you are fully upgraded, like we're saying, you can do 11 Fear, plus two Fear from Shattered Home says, plus another Fear. So what do we have? 14 fear? Something like that, yeah. One turn. That's dope. From one character. From one character.
1: Do you know what lightning... Oh, I just had a thought. Pandemonium lightning might be really good for five and six player games. Because 11 fear feels like more than the ratio should be for one character. So when are the ratios really feeling like they're really off against you? As far as the fear count goes in this instance. High player count games. When how much fear do we need? 20. (laughs) Oh, 24. <laughs> so if you have someone that goes and does boom, seven, boom, 11, that's like a really high ratio that for a solo game seems, this is like almost too much. Not that you dislike it, but it's like, I don't even know what to do with this much fear.
0: And people think like, oh, I'll never reach that.
1: You right. get to five card plays with lightning. Right. And in a five to six player game, 11 fear doesn't seem like this crazy nuke. All right, well, I'm going to do it once, twice (laughs) and games over. That goes from being crazy to being a useful crutch that saved the game Mm -hmm. that you can do multiple times because the game is big enough that there's all these people that you need that much fear. So it's not going to feel like this crazy. Oh, well it's cool and it's really nice, but usually four player games, three player games or even less, you never get that far. So you never have the satisfaction of doing it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think in a, High difficulty, high player count game. Not only are you going to be able to get to it, I think you may even be able to do it a few times. Maybe twice, maybe three times. And in that setting, not only do you get the satisfaction of doing it at least once, but you'll get the satisfaction of doing it multiple times and it being a huge benefit, boon, potentially winning factor to the team. Just a thought. I haven't played with that one yet. Most of
0: these I've only played with, actually all of them I've only played with once. Wind, Pandemonium, and Immense. So
1: I've only done Wind. I think Pandemonium will be the one I do next. Pandemonium
0: is fun. I know we're saying it's not the same as Trickster, but it felt like Trickster and a little bit, like we're saying, yeah. Thunderspeaker. Because two to Han is nothing to sneeze at, pushing two to Han. Right. So I loved Pandemonium.
1: Right on. So there you go with Lightning's Aspect cards. Wind, which transforms the character into a supporting role. Pandemonium, which changes the character into a fear-generating defending role. And then Immense, which changes it into a major power unit user how interesting so now we have four different lightnings
0: at our disposal i know that's cool what do you want to play next Laura? oh wait you haven't touched any of these
2: i don't play lightning
0: Ooh. This is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Me, because I'm always playing lightning.
2: are <laughs> always hogging it. <laughs> is there yeah. one
1: that appeals to you a little bit more than the rest, perhaps?
2: I think pandemonium actually does sound really fun. I really appreciate being on the receiving end of wind, mm-hmm. but if I were to sit down and play, I think it would be kind of cool to play pandemonium, and maybe a pandemonium, lightning, and thunderspeaker combo. Ooh.
1: That could be
0: cool.
2: Or river with the- You just
0: like your Dahan armies. You really I do. I
2: love the little
1: guys. Yeah, Han lovers like defense. Yeah, we do. And? I always choose defense over anything I have
2: decided. But and so that being, must a laugh, be being so able to weird. like just keep spitting innate defense all over the place and yeah. being fear for it because that right. is thunder speaker. You can just shove your little people wherever. We're already defended and they're gonna take it down.
0: Right. That sounds like a fun team. Pandemonium. Could we say panda lightning? Panda lightning. I think sure. I'm hearing date night. <laughs> I want Ryan to come too. <laughs> I'll
1: probably be too busy editing all this
0: stuff. So,
1: how did you think about? Lightning getting defense out there. I'm guessing that was odd, but really cool. Odd because it's different. I should say not odd because it's bad. I'm saying odd because it's
0: different. So before like original lightning, I would sometimes push to Han to their doom, basically. Yeah, because I just needed the right. Because
1: you can only do offense. Harbingers of lightning. We bring the lightning. Cool. And you just (laughs) thanks for your help.
0: (laughs) The bad guys were scared for a turn and (laughs) And death, and then they killed you because yeah, the spirit, like you said, starts with no defense. so. So. So oh, the strife, it just makes me feel less bad to push them into danger. Yeah. No, so.
1: seriously, because not only can you push them there, but now you can protect them. Because
0: even if they're not ravaging that turn, eventually it's going to come up. So yeah. I'm like, oh, why did those... Oh, I pushed them there a couple turns back.
1: Oops. Right on. It makes Harbingers of Lightning more useful. Uh, Wind serious. made Raging Storm more useful. Pandemonium makes Harbingers of Lightning more useful.
0: And because, like we are saying, Lightning is a minor power user, there's so yeah. many Dahan manipulation minor powers mm-hmm. in that deck. So you can really... Spit out strife and just have all these to haunt at your disposal, yeah. even more than just Harbinger's of lightning. Yeah. So,
1: by the way, you can only have one aspect card on a spirit. Don't tell
0: that to Laura.
1: I did for play Shadow Slicker with all
2: four just to see what happened. It made for shadows... official,
1: official <laughs> balance play. However, if you guys want to have some funsies, go ahead and supercharge your characters with multiple. Would aspects you call it if f- you want to have some fun? Frankenstein
0: spirit, Frankenstein monster, Frankenstein. Laura had like all these different aspects.
2: Yeah. I completely forgot what was going on half the time it all was these, like, Discard, we It's like all
1: these cybernetic aspect. Augments to a character you know, no, all It was grades. cool
0: because it changed Shadows From D tier into like B tier yeah. <laughs> oh, All shadows. of these steroids All of these now performance
1: enhancing drugs Now Shadows is passable Right on
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well there you go There is lightning swift strike with the Aspects Next episode, we will get into River Surges and Sunlight. So until then, we will catch you guys on the next one. See? So, uh... Wow.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, see y'all, and then see you peeps, and you know, everything comes at once. <laughs> I totally get it.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kindred Spirit podcast. We appreciate you taking the time to do so. Feel free to visit us on our Instagram and Facebook page. You can find me on our Facebook page at The Kindred Spirit Podcast. To get a hold of John, check out our Instagram page at the ksp123. We look forward to hearing from you and seeing you in future episodes.